Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast. Your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where you go? All right, welcome into another Auburn Live show. I am Justin Hokinson, auburnlive.com, part of the On3 Sports Network. Glad everybody could join us. Uh, if you're not a part of auburnlive.com, please, please go subscribe. $10 for the next 12 months. That's the deal right now. Uh, complete team coverage, recruiting coverage. The On3 database is coming. It's amazing. A message board that's blowing up. Uh, a lot going on at auburnlive.com, so make sure you're a part of it. All right, let's jump into this uh, this episode of the show. Um, as we always like to do um, on uh, on these Tuesday mornings as we talk about uh, Brian Harson's press conference. We didn't last week with the bye week. And uh, they're back at it. Uh, Brian Harson is back at it on Monday. He had his weekly press conference. So we just kind of like to dive in a little bit to what was said, go through that, kind of get everybody up to speed. Um, well, if you're a part of our message board or um, really if you're a diehard Auburn fan and you're, and you're trying to read the tea leaves and you're on social media, the last, uh, you know, the last day or so has been kind of wild with rumors um, about uh, rumors about suspensions, um, rumors about, uh, about removal from the team for certain players. Um, you know, we didn't report any of that. We had no confirmation. Um, had we heard things? Yes. Could, could I have, you know, thrown some things out there? Sure, but nothing's com- nothing's confirmed. And so um, we didn't feel good about running with anything. So it led to what we thought was going to be a potentially interesting conversation with Brian Harson on Monday. Um, he did not announce any suspensions. He did not announce anything team-related, disciplinary, anything like that. He was asked at one point, he was asked, um, would any players miss the rest of the season for any reason? Um, and he answered that in, in the context of an injury. So the question was asked uh, about an injured player, and the second part of that question was, and also, would are there any other players that would miss the rest of the season for any reason? So it kind of gave Harson an out, and he took it. Um, he said that, uh, you know, he answered the question about Jeremiah Wright, and then he talked about um, there would be no, that not to his knowledge, there's no season-ending injuries that would keep anybody out for the rest of the season. Um, and that wasn't exactly the question. Um, the question was for any reason. And he just focused on injuries. Um, so that was it. Um, I, I certainly didn't have any interest asking the question. If he wanted to announce it, he was going to announce it. Um, if he didn't, he wasn't going to. Uh, if he didn't announce it during his opening statement, or what, whatever, if, if these rumors are true and whatever issues are going on, uh, if he didn't announce it then, he, he wasn't going to 
he wasn't going to announce it in the form of an answer to a question. Um, and so um, I, I chose to ask him a different question. So um, that's where we're at on that. My guess is, you know, I think that, you know, they say where there's smoke, there's fire. I think there's probably something to these rumors. I should take that back. There's something to the rumors. What, who, um, we don't know yet. My guess is something would be announced Saturday. Maybe not even announced. You, you just might not see those players on the field. And, uh, and, and then we'll just go from there. You know, the only history we have is uh, you go back to Tyrone Truesdale. Uh, now, he was a player that was removed from the team, and Brian Harson announced that. <clears throat> we broke it at AuburnLive.com, and, and uh, Brian Harson announced it in his opening statement when fall camp got going. Um, and so, you know, I guess you could potentially read into this that nobody's been removed from the team because if they're gone, there's no reason to not announce that they're gone. Um, if somebody has been removed from the football team, then you would just say, Hey, so-and-so is gone and they're no longer with us. Um, that didn't happen. So if something's going on with players, then it could be suspension oriented in, in, in which you, you just won't see them on the field on Saturday. Uh, and then potentially after the game, they'll be asked about, hey, we didn't see so-and-so dressed out or we didn't see them. Wh wh where are they? And then we'll see how Brian Harson answers that question. Um, but uh, but as of right now, no news. No news on, uh, on any of that stuff. Um, it, it, it could be a lot of rumors. It could be a lot of overblown um overblown stuff i don't think that's the case but it's it's possible um so we'll just have to to wait and and see um the other i guess uh newsy controversial um question that brian harson was asked on monday was about his vaccination status here we are almost november and we're back around to asking about um vaccination stat vaccination status um, you know, it was a hot topic, obviously SEC media days and then going into the season and then it's died down because, well, we got football to talk about and Auburn's had virtually no issues, uh, with COVID. Um, they had some guys in the beginning, in, in fall camp, um, that sat out and then there was a player that sat out in, in the season a little bit, but they've had basically no issues since the start of the season in terms of, uh, COVID. And I haven't heard of a lot of issues college football nationwide. I mean, I, you know, I mean, everybody's vaccination status, I feel like it's probably all over the place, but I haven't heard a lot of, of issues anywhere, not just players, but even crowds and cities and towns breakout nothing. I mean, I don't see, you know, these, these massive crowds and college football is going like normal. And, and I haven't heard a word about a spike uh, or anything. Um, but the vaccination status of Brian Harson is still really, really important to some people. Um, and that's fine. Um, he gave the same answer he, he gave in the summer, which is, hey, doesn't matter. You know, Auburn University has this mandate now um, in which they're, they're making all employees get a vaccine, be totally vaccinated by December 8th, or unless you have a religious exemption, some type of exemption, I should say, um, don't know how that's going to play out. You see Washington State and their head coach in some instances got fired. They tried to have a religious exemption and it was denied. So it doesn't just because there's an exemption available doesn't mean 
it's going to be allowed. Um, so we don't know what that means exactly. Um, but Harson was asked about that and he gave the same answer. He said, look, mandate or not, I, I'm going to say the same thing. I, I'm just not going to talk about any individual's decision, including my own, um, whether or not to be vaccinated. That's the stance he's taken from the beginning and he's continuing to take that stance. Um, and that's it. You know, I mean, it's, it's really simple. If, if he's employed, then I would imagine he got the vaccine or he got the exemption. Uh, if he's not, then I guess he didn't, you know? So um, my guess is Brian Harson isn't going to become the head coach at Auburn and throw it all away over a vaccine. But I could be could be wrong, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but uh, just kind of a little bit tired of, uh, of, the, of the questioning and the narrative. And I, I get it. It's, a, you know, some people want to know that answer. Um, but what's odd is, you know, I feel like the people asking the question, most of the people that follow Auburn, they don't really, there's a few people that care about that answer, but the majority don't. Uh, but yet it's a hot topic and a hot question to ask, even though the majority of those people don't care. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, but anyway, that's that. All right. On to football. Auburn and Ole Miss getting going uh, this Saturday. Um, I had a chance to ask Brian Harson about uh, how to maintain the momentum. Um, you know, because I think it's an interesting dynamic from winning a road game against ranked Arkansas, having a momentum, playing one of your better games, and then having to go into a bye week. Um, I think, look, it's good for Auburn to get healthy. You know, a bye week's always good to get healthy. Auburn had some guys that it'd be nice to get them healthy. And Auburn can, can there's plenty of things they can improve on and get better at. Um, but I asked them, how do you maintain the momentum of a road ranked win? Uh, and then and then just go into a bye week. You would love to take that momentum right into a home game, uh, but they, they couldn't do that. And so um, just kind of asked him, how do you maintain that momentum, uh, and how do you make sure you take it into a big game against Ole Miss? And he said, uh, he said, really, it's about the players. It's about the leadership on your team. It's about the maturity on your team. Uh, he, he said he felt like the players had a really good week. He said he did not feel like the bye week was taken for granted. Uh, he, he thought that guys uh, still got better through the bye week. Um, he also had an interesting note last Thursday. The coaches were out recruiting, and really Brian Harson and some GAs were, were still um, on, uh, on campus. He said last Thursday that practice was basically led by the captains. Um, I guess maybe you had Harson and Schmetting, but it was, you know, it was very much a skeleton – the assistants were gone recruiting. And so it was interesting that the captains kind of led practice. Uh, and, and he seemed to, he said it, you know, it went, went well. So um, I thought that was an interesting, um, interesting um, point to make. But, uh, but he said, look, he said the bye week went well. Um, he feels good about maintaining the momentum, maintaining the energy. Uh, guys wanting to get better in the off week, not just using that as, as, as time off. Um, and so uh, he said the key is, and I, and I would agree with him, makes a lot of sense. The key is the Tuesday practice. So you have the bye week, 
And then when you get back to game week, the key is that Tuesday practice to hit the ground running, have high energy, um, and to the same way you did against Arkansas, get that one back. So if you, but if you come back and you ease into it and your Tuesday practice is sluggish, that's not good. Um, and so the key is that Tuesday practice to come out, hit the ground running, have a lot of energy and, and be back rolling. So we'll, uh, We'll see how that goes as Auburn prepares for Ole Miss. Let's see what else was he t- asked about Matt Corral. Um, you know, he he said he uh, Brian Harson called Matt Corral the front runner for the Heisman. Probably, I mean, certainly up there. I, I don't know Heisman. The Heisman chase is weird this year. It, there's there's not a star. There's not a superstar. There's really good players, um, but there's not a superstar per se. Um, and so I'm not sure who's going to win, but Corral's up there. I mean, he's having a really good year. You know, if, if Ole Miss were to come to Auburn and win that game, and they're 7-1, and one, and uh, Matt Corral, if they keep winning, he'll be a finalist. I would I would say – I would feel confident in saying that. Um, but uh, Harson was asked about Matt Corral, and he just praised the guy. He said he's a tough physical player. He said he called him a football player. Um, said he makes really good decisions. Um, you look at the on the season, Matt Corral's got 15 touchdowns, one interception, 400 plus yards rushing, um, completing 66 percent of his passes, I believe. Um, so fantastic player. Uh, Tennessee probably did one of the best jobs against the pass because they were dropping back and they limited Matt Corral to about 50 percent passing. But because of that, Matt Corral had all the room in the world to run. He ran the ball 30 times for like 200 yards. Um, so it's it's really pick your poison with him. If you drop back and try to limit big plays, he's a good enough athlete that he's just going to scramble and take what take what's in front of him, um, and it just makes it really hard to uh, to deal with. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But a lot of a lot of high praise from a lot of high praise from Brian Harson to Matt Corral. Um, we also asked um, Brian Harson about the left tackle position for Auburn. Austin Troxel uh, was banged up, didn't play against Arkansas. Killian Zaire played, played well. Um, and, and now Troxel's back healthy enough to practice, Brian Harson said. Um, but he said, look, now that's a competition. Troxel and Zaire, that's a competition. And so that's good. That's good for Auburn. Um, as a whole, I think this offensive line needs, uh, they just need more competition. This year, next year, whatever. They need more good players across the offensive line to create, to create more competition there. And so I think he's excited about Brian Harson is about Zaire um, playing a little bit and, and maybe, maybe up, you know, raising the level of play at that left tackle position just a little bit. Uh, I would imagine Troxel starts against Ole Miss if he's healthy, but wouldn't shock me at all if Zaire gets in the game. Um, they've already rotated guards at times between, um, between Tayshawn Manning and Alec Jackson and Brandon Council. They've already rotated guards. Wouldn't wouldn't be shocked if even if Troxel's healthy if Zaire comes into the game um, and plays. Big guy, raw, but man, big, 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 big guy. So we'll see kind of how that left tackle position uh, shakes out. Uh, we also talked to Brian Harson about the running game. Uh, just needing to continue to improve. You know, Tank Bigsby hasn't rushed for 100 yards since the Penn State game. Uh, Auburn, Auburn's run game is really stalled. Um, now, there's reasons for that, right? Georgia, that's a reason. Uh, Arkansas goes from a three-down front to a four-down front. Arkansas was getting gashed in the run game. 
And so against Auburn, they brought a fourth man up. Okay, so that that was a difference. They so they they kind of sold out to stop the run. And then LSU, you know, pretty good front. Ole Miss gashed them, but but LSU kind of did their part there. Um, and Auburn threw probably a little bit more to to try to come back in that game. So there's a lot of reasons there, but Auburn's just got to get more consistent um, running the ball. Two straight games that Jarquez Hunter has not even averaged four yards a carry. And of course, you know, we know the start of the season. He's averaging nine, 10 yards a carry <clears throat> those first few games in the last two, you know, he's even been, there's nowhere to run for him. So Auburn's got to figure out a way to be more consistent running the ball um, against a, a, an Ole Miss defense that's getting better. It's getting better. Um, but, you know, there's there's got to be, if you, if you can't run on Ole Miss and you didn't own Arkansas, um, then you're going to have a tall, tall, tall task. Uh, when you when you face Texas A&M and Alabama later in the year. Um, you already saw what happened against Georgia, but Georgia's kind of a, even a different animal than those two. Um, but you got you got to you have to start to show some success here against Ole Miss by week home game. Auburn needs to go for 150 or more rushing rushing the football. And so uh, we'll see if they can do that. We'll see if they can do that. I'm I'm uh, we'll just kind of have to wait and see. Ole Miss is an aggressive defense. They're playing better. And so we'll just sort of have to see how that uh, how that goes. So that was kind of the highlights of what Brian Harson talked about. Nothing groundbreaking like like we talk, like we said. Um, we'll continue to keep people updated on AuburnLive.com regarding any team personnel issues that are that are going on. My guess is, like I said, you'll find out Saturday. You know, maybe we find out before that. I, I can't imagine Brian Harson announcing something on Tiger Talk. Doesn't seem like the forum to, you know, that's kind of generally a positive thing. Doesn't, doesn't seem like the forum to announce uh, something like that. Today would have been that day. Um, so we'll see. Maybe they do a release. I don't know. Um, but, you know, if it's a suspension thing, then it could be just an internal deal. And he could say, look, we're, we're going to handle it internally. And you can ask about it, but we'll let you know when he's back on the field, you know, and that you're not going to get much. Um Similar to T.D. Moultrie. I mean, T.D. Moultrie's on the team, and we all we've heard is hope to have him back. That's it. That's all we know. And so uh, it could be something along those those lines with with whatever the players are going on. Um, so uh, that's kind of it. Make sure on AuburnLive.com we'll talk to players the next two days as Auburn gets ready for Ole Miss. Um, also, we're, we're having basketball. If you've missed our basketball coverage on AuburnLive.com, we're, we're, man, we're getting close to that first game. Uh, we've been counting down the basketball roster of what we think are the best players on the team based on what we've seen, based on talking to, to sources. Um, and these next few days, we're about to we're about to count down three, two, and one. So make sure you're at AuburnLive.com and go read 11 through four that are up now. It's an, it's an analysis breakdown of every player on the team. We're about to count down the top three players uh, and what they bring to the table for Auburn basketball. So make sure you're part of that. Um, we'll be back later in the week to talk more football. Go check out Mondays with Brian Harson on AuburnLive.com to see uh, everything that he had to say. Uh, get, be on the, com uh, the corner of the community message board to get a bunch of recruiting updates from Jeffrey Lee and Cole Pinkston. And uh, uh, hopefully we will see you there. AuburnLive.com. Until next time, see ya. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.